This podcast is brought to you by Backwards Hat Films and is recorded at Triptych Media Studios. Tonight we have a chance to say, yeah, you're right. We're too extreme. We're too wild. We're too out of control. We're too full of our own snish. Or we have a chance to say, hey, nope you, you're wrong. Nope you, we're right. Because you have all made it to the dance. Because believe me, this is the dance. It's that time once again. Hello, Dutch. Hello, Patrick. Me and Dutch are still hungover from a long road trip that we're going to talk about. Dude, I'm still suffering. Yes. Dutch, well, yeah, we'll, we'll get into that later. But you are listening to the Wrestling Open Forum live show mm. uh, right from a packed studio <laughs> where green beans well, and rice over. and over, sir. chicken That's so are being me. made for us. We have some Blue Moon, mm. a variety of Blue Moon beers, and we have uh, our one and only music for... John Cena. See, there you go. He's listening. He is. Good job, Ty. But yeah, action packed. And uh, I'm your host, Patrick, and my co-host here is Dutch. The sick one. Okay. Caught a little bug when I was up there. (laughs) Yeah, if that's what you want to call it. It's called exhaustion. No, this was a legitimate. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk. That's what we're gonna open with. We're gonna open with our. Travels this weekend to the Northeast. Yeah. Uh, but more importantly, we have another special guest with us. Guess who? The master of history in professional wrestling. <laughs> the one, the only, Big Bobby. What's going on, you guys? What's up, Bobby? How you I'm doing? A, I'm doing all right. Uh, you've got leave out to the only man who knows all, all of his WrestleManias from one to current. I like it, dude. Like the names? No, all the main events. Oh, wait! Can we're you doing actually this. We're doing name this right now. You, know you can name right. every main event from one through thirty-three. Yes. Oh. All right, here we go. You <laughs> this ready? is happening. Yeah, this was not planned, guys. Not planned, but we're gonna do it. We're doing this. We're yes. gonna pull it up we too. Have to do it. And uh, we're testing me, you, bro. Yeah. On the spot. You ready, Bobby? I need. Uh, do we need to check? I'm, I, I'm, I'm trusting you, Bobby, that you're telling the truth because I'm not gonna fact because check. Because guess what? People listen to this podcast, and, and they they're going to go yeah. recheck you, so you need to make sure. So do you be- know the stipulations, too? Before we do this, we're going to open uh, uh, You don't have to know some, stipulations. No. Don't get, don't get oh, Come on. Okay, before you do this, you can follow us on Twitter at Open Forum Show. At Open Forum Show. If you're not listening to this live on our website, the website is Triptic Media, T-R-I-P-T-Y-K. Sh- oh, I messed that up. T-R-I-P-T-Y-K Media.com backslash W-O-F Show, and that'll pull it up and be... Uh, your live stream that you can listen to. If not, you can listen to the Spreaker app. And if you don't catch it on Tuesday nights live, you can listen to it at any point on iTunes starting at midnight tonight going into Wednesday morning. And uh, we'll open up phone lines. You can go ahead and write down the phone number if you like. You're more than welcome to call if Dutch gets the phone calls right, which he probably won't. It's 980-330-2156. I'm literally hated on this show. That's 980-330-2156. Holy uh, be Jesus, that's ooh. a three-course meal. Yes. <laughs> if you don't know For the record, guys, about, I have the best girlfriend in the world. Looks pretty good food, dude. It's making me want to go out and get this tonight. This is uh, this is me. I get like five-star meals all the time. I like it, brother. Right, move. <clears throat> Jeez. 
she sits in silence. Huh? That's three times, babe. Three times. She's good for me three times. <laughs> Keep up. <laughs> yeah. You could for me for my birthday. Then you made uh, the the uh, chicken or what's the teriyaki chicken or hibachi the teriyaki chicken and rice and then this chicken. Wait, you've only cooked for him three times as long as y'all been dating. This that I can remember. <laughs> yeah, she, she's she's awesome. But we're we're not we will not negate. Hey, there's Odie, the show dog. Hey, Hello. Odie, you want to say anything, Odie? Nope, he's not gonna bark. No, he barked last time. So, like I said, we got a full house today. We really do. We got Sai talking in the background. He's our uh, voice box. Ain't that right, dude? Right, Sai, you're our voice box. Yep. You know why? You know why he's our voice box? John Cena. See, there we go. <laughs> For everybody that heard Best. that. We have, that's, that's the smartest seven-year-old you ever meet. <laughs> All right. We're not getting away. We're testing Bobby. This is what we're going to do the first segment of the show. So, Bobby, we're going to start. All right. WrestleMania 1. WrestleMania 1. Hulk Hogan and Mr. T against Paul Ondorf and Rowdy Ronnie Piper. Okay. WrestleMania 2. Hulk Hogan putting the bell on the line against King Kong Bundy inside a steel cage. Okay, okay. WrestleMania three. Hulk Hogan putting the bell on the line against Andre the Giant. That was a good one. Everybody knows that one. Yeah. Everybody knows that one. Four. WrestleMania four was the tournament to crown a new WWF champion, and the main event in the finals was Ted DiBiase against Macho Man. Who was crowned? Macho Man. Macho Man. Macho Man became the champion? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Everybody thought it was going to be Ted DiBiase. And Macho Man came out. Uh, WrestleMania 5. WrestleMania 5, the mega powers explode. Macho Man defend the belt against Hulk Hogan. Keep going, Bobby. Keep going. WrestleMania 6. T- champion faces champion. Title for title. Hulk Hogan against the Ultimate Warrior. Man, I'm... I'm- Feeling right. pretty good about this. Like was the that, old was ones. that five or six? That was six. Okay, WrestleMania seven. WrestleMania seven. The last match, the main event of that one was Hulk Hogan faces uh, Sid Justice. Sid Justice. Ooh. Okay. Well, Otherwise known Sid. as Sid Vicious. Sid Vicious and Psycho Sid. WrestleMania eight. Oh yeah. Here we go, buddy. Nail oh it. no, I think you mean WrestleMania seven. Oh, I'm sorry. Are yeah, we on whoa. seven? We skipped. Oh, my bad. <laughs> I'm trying to eat and listen and. We have uh, our soundboard okay. singing in the background. Uh, Sergeant Slaughter defend the belt against Hulk Hogan. Eight. WrestleMania eight was Hulk Hogan against Sid Justice. Oh, oh he made it twice. Oh wait, excuse me. Let's keep going. Let's keep going. I want to don't question out. Bobby. Yeah, I'm not questioning Bobby. Hey, Bobby knows what he's talking about. Don't you're question the, me about WrestleManias. You're the exactly. WWF man. Yeah, he's the, he's the master of history, master yeah. of wrestling history. Right, Bobby? That's right. All right, WrestleMania, where are we at, 9? We yeah, nine? we're at WrestleMania 9. WrestleMania 9. Okay, so it was Yokozuna against Bret Hart for the title. Bret Hart was defending it. Yokozuna won it. Then Hulk Hogan on that same night beat Yokozuna to win the belt. That was at Caesars Palace, wasn't it? Yep, Caesars Palace. Yep. That was the outdoor one, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember what outdoor that was. Outdoor Caesars like. Palace. Uh, WrestleMania 10. WrestleMania 10. I know, I know, I know the answer to this. WrestleMania 10 Can I answer it? Can I answer it? Hmm? Can I answer it? Yeah, go ahead. Bret Hart versus Yokozuna for the World, uh, World Heavyweight Championship, right? 
after but, after Bret Hart got beat by Owen Hart earlier in the night. But do wait, you know, why did they? Why is that? I don't know. Really? I have no idea. You That's know, really weird. What? Why Bret Hart wrestled twice that night? Because they was a, they had to blow out with the Hart Foundation with especially with Bret and Owen. Owen being, I guess, jealous of Bret mm-hmm. or something. The build up to that one, and uh, they decided to have that match on first at WrestleMania 10, Bret and Owen. So it was the first match. Now I'm, yes. I'm taking it that match was pretty dang good. Oh, it was awesome. It was. A, I bet it, it was, was a good match. I mean, it really was. I bet they didn't have to talk to each other. I bet they were just like, all right, here we go, because they know, they know. So I like that one. Bret Hart lost to Owen very beginning. <laughs> Excuse yeah, me. Yeah, first match. And they came you back. Put him one. in. The, if I'm not mistaken. He tried, he put him in like something like the million dollar dream. Okay. And Owen kicked off of the turnbuckle and pinned him. Off oh, of and he like uh like bridged tied him. him up. Yeah. Okay. Like landed on his back and bent over and yeah. held him down. Okay, cool. Awesome. cool, cool. If you have the network, watch that. I'm gonna watch that match when I get home. Bret right. Hart and mm-hmm. Owen Hart. And that was uh ten. Eight? That was ten. A ten, okay. So Russell we're at WrestleMania oh. eleven, Bobby. Okay, so WrestleMania eleven, the last match ended up being Lawrence Taylor faces Bam Bam Bigelow. But that, really? wasn't, but that wasn't necessarily the main event. What was the main event? Well, the main event was the WWF title. Diesel defend the bell against Shawn Michaels. Yep. Okay. Okay. But they had Lawrence Taylor against Bam Bam as the last match on the show. I wonder why. I, I never really understand that. To this was day. that a good match, though? Meh. I didn't think so. Yeah. When, you, when, you, when you go, mm, it could have been better. <laughs> All right. 12. Uh, everybody knows 12. The Iron Man match. Bert Hart defend the bell against Shawn Michaels. Okay. So, if I remember correctly, that's, uh, no, no, I think Patrick's favorite match of all time is Austin and Bret Hart in a Iron Man 13. match. No, it was an Iron Man match. Just, uh. Just the match between yeah, them? Just a match. When the, when he got busted open. When. Oh, the infamous, uh, sharpshooter look up. And, and it okay. was also the it was double. Not, it was not a main event, was it, Bobby? No. Yeah, that was. Just a good match. Yeah. Okay. Keep rolling, Bobby. All right, so what? We're at 13 now, right? Yeah, 13. Uh, Sid Justice defending the bell against Undertaker. Okay. Good match. Oh, yeah, it was a very good match. What we're at now, 14? 14. That's mm-hmm. 14. Shawn Michaels defending the bell against Stone Cold. Oh, okay, okay. 15, we had The Rock defend the bell against Stone Cold. My God, Stone Cold was in like three straight WrestleManias. Yep. <clears throat> Good Lord. That's what happens when you're the man. <laughs> True. Keep it going, Bobby. Yep, keep it going, man. And WrestleMania 2000, it was the uh, fatal four-way for the WWF title. Triple H defended the belt against the Big Show, Mick Foley, and The Rock. Okay, yeah. Keep it going. WrestleMania 17, that one was one of my favorite matches. Uh, the Rock defending the belt against Stone Cold. What was? What, say that again. Stone. Oh, The Rock and Stone Cold. Okay. Yep. My God, Stone Cold. Dang. Jesus. Okay, so we're at we're at WrestleMania 18 now, and the main event of that one was Hollywood Hulk Hogan against the Rock. the Rock. Yeah, I knew that one. Woo! Icon versus Icon, right there, baby. All right, keep it going. 19. Uh, WrestleMania 19. The Rock against Stone Cold. Of course. God. Okay, 20. WrestleMania 20, triple threat match for the mm-hmm. WWE title. 
Triple H defend the belt against Shawn Michaels and Chris Benoit. That's my favorite, right? Yes, there. yes, I said Chris Benoit, Benoit on the show. Is that when, when, <laughs> when Benoit when Benoit won? Yeah, uh, and that's the same night that Eddie Guerrero yes, won too yes. against uh, JBL. No, no, Kurt Angle. Yeah, yeah, Kurt Angle. Excuse me, because Eddie was untied, a, his, untied his shoe. God, that was so to, smart, yeah. dude. I love that. I'm like. And you could see that Kurt Angle was struggling to get it off, but at the same time, it made it look like he was like trying to pull his ankle out of the socket. Like it, it was really nice, but uh, very nicely put together. Okay, twenty-one. All right, twenty-one was Triple H defend the bell against Batista. There we go. That was the breakup of Evolution. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Twenty-two. Twenty-three. Twenty-three. Excuse me. No, twenty-two. No, no, we're at twenty-two now. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. I'm eating. He's not paying. All right, WrestleMania twenty-two was. Um, John Cena defend the bell against Triple H. Was it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't remember. Good job, sir. You don't remember that match? I don't remember John Cena versus Triple H. Why do I not remember that? Is that are you are you telling the truth, Bobby? I'm telling the truth because they were in Chicago, and uh, that was. I'm not saying I don't believe you, but for some reason I don't remember. Because uh, they had that hardcore match. Edge against Mick Foley. Was that that yeah, year? Yeah, with, fi- with the flaming table. Yeah. Where he speared him through yeah. the ropes. Okay. So the main event was uh, John Cena defend the bell against... What yeah. WrestleMania was Triple that? Research this one. 22. It's, and it pops up as WrestleMania 22. So it is. That's right. But I don't remember this match for some reason. Why can I not remember that? Hold on. Like, I can't remember any of it. That, oh, yeah. That's when John Cena had the spinner belt. Oh my! Oh, was that was that the year that? Uh, no, that wasn't the year that Hunter got hurt and then won the Royal Rumble and then came back, was it? That was the. Uh, no, that was when. Uh, it was in the nineties, wasn't it? No, it that was that one was actually at uh, when the. You know, talking about when he, it when was, he it came was, back out on Raw and then won the Rumble and then went to main event. Yeah, that match was uh, at the mat at the. Uh, WrestleMania with Hogan and The Rock. Ah. But it wasn't against John Cena. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So, we're 23? Yeah, we, yep, we are at are we WrestleMania 23. Okay. 23. And that was the, uh, I believe that one was not held outside, right? The 23 one? It was 23. Which one was, Safe- was, the which one was Safeco Field? That's my favorite. 19. No, not 19. No, no, because whatever Seiko Field is, it's Jer- when Angle Jericho and, and Shawn Michaels Hay. had that match. As Austin's last match with The Rock. And then was that not the same night with, uh, yeah, with uh, Lesnar and Angle? Yes. That, That's to me, event. is the best WrestleMania match I've ever seen. I love that match. Until Lesnar knocked himself out. <laughs> yeah, up that shooting star. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyways, continue. All right, so we are at. What was the main event for 23? What'd you say? Oh, I have an answer. Oh, that. okay. Yeah. I'm so, uh, we're sorry. We're we're interrupting you like crazy, Bobby. It's okay. Uh, WrestleMania 23. That one. Oh boy. Oh, have we stumped Uh-oh. Bobby? One second, okay. Somebody calling in already? Mm-hmm. Tell him we're tell him Bobby's going over WrestleMania stuff right now. <laughs> wow, man. We have our first caller, but he's on hold because we're gonna get this done. So, oh. continue, my man. Hold on, hold on, Bobby. You are you gonna you wanna uh, you wanna take use a break? Lifeline. Yes. 
Lifeline. Who, who's on the phone? Glenn. Glenn, okay. All right, so Glenn, welcome to the uh, Wrestling Open Forum show. You are actually Bobby's Lifeline right now. <laughs> yeah, what's up? Okay, so Bobby is stuck. Bobby claims, claims, I, I use that word, claims <laughs> that he can name every main event uh, from each WrestleMania, and he's stuck on WrestleMania 23. So Bobby needs a lifeline so you can help him. And then, you'll, then you can hang out. Then you can hang out with us. You can't use your phone. You got to use your mind. <clears throat> then you can hang Let's out with honest. us. You can hang out with us while he finishes the run. Yeah. So what? Okay. What is? Uh, do you know the main event for WrestleMania 23? The WrestleMania for oh, the main event for WrestleMania 23. Yes. I believe it was John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. John Cena versus Shawn Michaels. Does that yeah, sound right? Oh, he's right. Oh. Wow. There you go, Everybody Glenn. Clap for Glenn. Fantastic. Yeah, Bobby. Recall See, Bobby. 22 against John Cena versus Triple H also. Yes. Yep. Yep. Yes. Well, yeah, you, Bobby, Bobby okay. can't hear you when you talk to us because we, we can only afford to set the headphones. <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, so, we, so we translate what you're saying to Bobby. Is we're not just repeating you. We're trying to get, get fill him in on the conversation. Okay. So, Bobby, you can thank Glenn because he helps you out. Thank you, Glenn. Appreciate it, buddy. All right, so Glenn, you're gonna oh, you're, you're gonna you're gonna sit in the uh, judges' seats with me and Dutch while Bobby continues his WrestleMania main event run. Here so we go. now we're on WrestleMania 24. Bobby, what's main event for WrestleMania 24? WrestleMania 24 was Edge defend the belt against Undertaker. All right. Edge. Uh, yeah, there we go. Love 25. Edge. 25 was uh, Triple H defend the belt against Randy Orton. Actually, Glenn, you tell us if he's right. You said, uh, which one are you on? 25. He's at 25. 26 is what you said. 25. No, I thought it was on 25. Okay, 25. 25. Yep. And that it was what, Bobby? Triple H defend the bell against Randy Orton. Triple H and Randy Orton? I believe that's right. Okay. Okay. Glenn said it's good. We're going to let Glenn be the judge. (laughs) We're just the the middleman right now. I feel like I know which one's coming up. Uh, Go ahead. 26. 26 was Shawn Michaels against Triple H. Shawn Michaels' career on the line. Glenn? Uh, you said Shawn Michaels versus Triple H? Yeah, with Shawn Michaels' career on the line. Uh, I don't think so. Whoa. No. Whoa. No. We got to no, do I'm, our backup That was check. it. The Katie. Katie, yeah. what is Katie's our fact checker. WrestleMania 26 main event. Here we go. Bobby looks like he's sweating a little. No, I'm telling you, that was the main Bobby, thing. Bobby seems pretty... He he seems pretty confident. Wait, yeah. are you telling me Lesnar and Angle were not the main event? For Toysis? No, just in general. I thought they were. Let me see. For... Any. A Seiko Field. I, I thought they were the main event. What'd you say, Which Bobby? Main event you're talking For about? For Yeah. Hold on one second, Undertaker faces Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels' yeah. career was on the line. That's right. It is right. Take your first shot. I remember with Shawn Michaels' career on the line. Yeah, I, I know. Don't remember, like you, I know when you re- hear these numbers, you can't. Like it's hard to remember all of them that it was that far that long ago. Yeah. Okay. So I thought Lesnar and Angle were a main event. They were the main event of whichever one was at Safeco Field. No. That's, no. In, no. In, in a, that's in, not the one that was at Safeco Field. In, yeah, it in, was. 26, was it Safe Field? No, I'm not saying that one in general. I'm just saying in general, I could have swore Angle and Lesnar were a main event for the Undisputed Championship when he did that start shooting star press. I could be wrong, but I thought that's that was the main event uh, for that. What, what are you talking 19? about? We didn't even figure out what WrestleMania that was. Yeah, what WrestleMania is that, Glenn? Do you know? 
when Ni- it, uh, WrestleMania 19. You were right. It was 19. Yeah, I was right. Okay. Yeah, that was a while ago. Okay, I was just trying to figure out. Okay. I thought that uh, was Dutch, the main event. Dutch is on his own timeline, Bobby. He does, he has no idea that we're trying to get through this thing so Glenn can talk <laughs> about the topic that he wants to talk about. Sorry. Dutch is in his okay. own head, not paying any attention. I really like trying, that match. And we're trying to make you make people understand how you are the master of wrestling. Continue wrestling being a master, history. sir. Yes. Dutch, quit interrupting the master. Oh, my God. Okay. All right. So, what we're on now? 27. 27. Let's see. 27. So, you rattled the master. Good. He needs to be rattled. Kiss his pinky finger. I don't want to kiss his pinky finger right now. I'll kiss that damn finger. Don't tell me. I'll kiss the the crap out of him. All right. So, so 27. That was uh, the Miz defending the belt against uh, John Cena. Yes. All right. That's correct. 28. Glenn, Glenn gave the okay. WrestleMania 28 yeah, was uh, The Rock faces John Cena. Oh, God. The Rock, John Cena. Was yeah. that the once in a lifetime? Yeah. Nah. And then what did they do next year? Yeah. All right, so we know the answer to 29. What? Rock and John Cena. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. Okay. There you go. There you go. And uh, WrestleMania 29? You mean 30. Just yeah, go, ahead, go ahead and give us 29 again so we can hear John Cena's music. The Rock faces John Cena. And our sound box is out of the room. Sa. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. <laughs> Thank you, Glenn. Glenn did it for <laughs> uh, And 30? I was there for 30. Mm-hmm. Oh, I so wish I was there for 30. Oh, I was there. 30 was the triple threat match. Randy Orton defend the belts against Batista and Daniel Bryan. Yep. 31. This is where it gets easy because these are all recent. Yeah. Yeah. 31 was uh, Roman Reigns against Brock. Okay. Yep. 32. 32 was last year's, correct? No. 33 was. Uh, yeah, 33 was last year's. 33 or. No, 32. Yeah, 32 yeah, is last, last year's. year's. Yeah. Yeah. 33 <laughs> is this coming year. Okay. 32 was uh, Triple H defend the bell against Roman Reigns. And I yep. bet you can't guess 33. 33. WrestleMania 33, that was the... Uh, this is WrestleMania 33. Yep. Coming up. This year's. <sighs> it's going to pop in my head. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. <laughs> no, it's not. No. I, Glenn, we have a going thing that we think that the main event for WrestleMania 33 is going to be Nakamura and AJ Styles. No, 33 is the last one we just went to. Is it? Yeah. I thought 32 was the last one. This next one's 33, isn't it? No, this is... 32 30. was in Dallas. Oh, yeah, you're right. So 33. What was 33? 33 is this one with... The one that was in Orlando that we just went to. Yeah. Do you not know the, the main event? Because I can tell you. Last year's? I know it. I know it. He's just... give, hey, give the master time. I'm going to give him time. time here. Uh, Dude, he could name 30 of them more than I can. We need Zach Kwan on the show to, to name... Like, he's history. Like, he can name, like, Survivor Series teams. No way. Yeah, it's insane. Oh, that's fun. All right, Bobby, you got it? What was last year's main event? Come on, Bobby. Last year's. You can name. Wait, wait. I just said last year's. No, no. no this year's. Oh, this, this year's. This past year's. This year's. Yeah. Okay, it was. Um... You're on a roll. Yeah, you've you've lived up to the hype until right now. Hey, I just saw this. Oh, Undertaker against Roman Reigns. There you go. There you go. There you go. I was like, you know this one. You right, know well, this one. I'm Bobby, impressive. I'm glad we made it through there. So, Glenn, I know you didn't call to listen to Bobby go over WrestleMania main events, so I'm sure <laughs> you have 
a topic that you want us to talk about. And it's after 7.15, so the phone lines are open. So throw it at us. Let's talk. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. Oh, my Jesus. That was, a, that was like a hell of a pitch, <laughs> Glenn. That was the greatest pitch ever. <laughs> and you missed it. <laughs> no, I was saying that like you you had to sit through us finishing Bobby's WrestleMania main event run. So I know you have a topic or you got something you want to talk to us about. So let's go. Let's roll. What you okay. got? Oh, you talking about our next topic? Okay. Yeah, yeah give uh, us a topic. Did you have a topic to call in or you just want to chat? Man, I was just wanting to chat. But, you know, if I can pick a topic, I would, you know. Uh, Survivor Series dream matches. Oh. I mean, or... Like in history or now? Uh, yeah, I guess history. If you history. Want. <clears throat> Let's see, best one ever. God, that's hard. <clears throat> that's gonna be kind of hard for me because <laughs> I don't know anything like past '99 or anything past 2000. Yeah, I remember. Um, like our favorite <clears throat> War Games match? I'll, I'll definitely say my favorite one was Sting Squ- uh, Squadron. That was definitely a favorite. Is that the fake Sting? Uh, no, no. no. Sting Squadron versus uh, the Horseman or the Dangerous Alliance? The Dangerous Alliance. Nice. Okay. Yeah, well that done. was beautiful. God, that was great. Yeah. I mean, so much star power. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it had some major star power in so, that. So, does that, does that count for a Survivor Series? I, I could say Sting no. Squadron, right? I mean, uh, bite well, your tongue. War Games was way better than Survivor Series matches. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, War Games. I, I always thought that War Games was the better uh, match than Survivor Series was. Agreed. Yeah. Just yeah, the absolutely. just the idea of the cage and them coming in at, a, at like time intervals. One of the best things Dusty Rose ever made. Oh, the best thing that Dusty Rose ever made. No, one of I think War Games is one of the first best things he ever created. Okay, I think it was. Uh, the Shockmaster. I don't know. I was just watching one on the WWE Network that was pretty good. The one with him and his son, the Nasty Boys versus Colonel Roberts, Funkhouse Buck, yes. uh, Terry Funk, and Arn Anderson. Yes. Wow, that was a Survivor Series? Mm-hmm. Holy crap. No, no, no. That wasn't a Survivor Series. Oh, no, that, that was, was a Survivor Series. That was a yeah, War Games. Wow. Yeah. I didn't know that one. Okay. That one Come sounds on, pretty Dutch. good. You're the WCW guy. Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm not that old. I kind of came into WCW when I was like 95, like right at the beginning of Nitro. I remember watching the first Nitro. It's pretty fun. I'm waiting to get to the part of Ultimate probably, Dragon. I think it was probably like a year before Nitro started. Yeah. Oh, before Nitro? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like 94. That's when Colonel Parker was taking over. Colonel Parker was yeah, like, yeah, like taking names. Conglomerate. He had uh, yeah. Ming. Yeah. He had all them cats, man. That was a pretty fun. It, that was to like, me, it was a pretty fun. That was like working. Saturday night days, wasn't it, Glenn? Yeah, yeah. It was. yeah. Uh, where they had the little came on like six o'clock on Saturdays. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah, like, they always shot it at the studios in Universal Studios. Yeah, man. Wasn't like, a it? lot of people hate on W, but I think they were like ahead of their time, man. Who WCW? I think, I think they were ahead yeah. of their time yeah. until like WWE called up and like surpassed them, and they kind of stayed in that in the number one yeah. spot in that groove. They did, or they didn't evolve to where they should have, and that's when WWE passed them. And then once. WWE, like, once they hit Austin, they got so far ahead 
that there was no return. There was no catching up. And and that's the thing that I was going to bring up last show, and I'm glad we brought it up because I'm watching all the Nitros right now on um, the network. So when you watch Nitro before they went to that two-hour span, right after the Slamboree 96 Lethal Lottery, where they had like the mixed-up tag teams, and then the tag teams that won, they went to uh, an eight-man battle royal. Diamond Dallas Page won with uh, controversy. His feet touched the ground, but he still won. But uh, that's what kind of established Paige in that match. Yeah. But anyways, like right after that slamboree, they moved to an hour and a half, and then the next week they moved to two hours. On that hour and a half, that's when Scott Hall came out. It's almost like production and storyline telling and matches were so much better yeah. overnight. Yes. I don't know what yeah. the hell they did differently or what was going on, but that two-hour span totally changed Nitro from one hour to two hours that made the difference. And Agreed. Yeah. I'm sitting here thinking maybe things weren't forced. Maybe it was more time for them to lay um, out storyline. Maybe because the when, like now, a, when was this? Like this what, was ninety six, April or May. It's right when like the first Nitro? when Nitro is the first episode that they had with hour and a half. Uh-huh. Uh, Scott Hall came down. And then he was calling Bischoff. You know the Ken doll look alike, and he was calling. Billionaire Ted, the not Joel man. Yeah, I can't re- remember if who was booking like when Nitro first started. I don't know who's booking. Eric, right do you now, know that answer, Glenn? Yeah, I think Eric Bischoff was booking back then when uh, Nitro first took over. He was. <laughs> You're right. Oh, I'm sorry. We're sorry, Bobby. We lost you in this conversation. But have you seen that? Have you have you watched the Nitros? Have I? Yeah, I watched them when they were fresh. Yeah, okay. you watched them straight out, straight yeah. out of the gate. No, I was really young when they came out. Like live, like flipping kn- between that and Raw. <laughs> now, Glenn, do you remember it. what I'm talking about Talking about after Slamboree, like how good the production got? Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. It's it was like, like when you watch Nitro compared to Raw back then at the time, like when I watched Raw, it was like, I don't know how the hell to describe it. It was like, Raw was like real. The, the television value was like lower than WCW's production level. It really was, and that's the thing. Like it was, it's insane. Yeah, it's almost like I was watching it with like a you know a aunt or uncle that was sitting in the room smoking cigarettes heavily with me. And, you know, I could barely <laughs> see. You know, the wrestlers it seemed like real smoky. Yeah. And no, that was the arena. Like <laughs> the they they really put some pyro out. Yeah. Yeah. WCW seemed like they had the better value, production value out of that stuff. They, um, and, and one of the uh, first matches that were on um, Nitro were Eddie Guerrero versus Ric Flair. Now, I don't know if there was real heat between them, but that match, they sold so well. And that's one of the things that captured me when I was young. And I remember watching the match. Ric Flair would uh. chop the hell out of Eddie, and he took every one of those shots. <clears throat> And then Eddie would come back and like unload with some um, some rights, and then he would drop kick the hell out of him. And I mean, they went oh, yeah. back and forth, and Eddie looked strong. And I'm not gonna lie, they could have carried Eddie very far, and I, hence the reason why he left WCW. But he could have totally taken off after that match. He made Eddie Guerrero yeah. that night. I, I feel like he did. Yeah, he he was really good when he was in WC. My fact, anywhere he went, WCW, ECW, WWE. Eddie Guerrero was uh, a premier athlete, and uh, he should have went further than what he did in his career. Well, actually, he did go pretty far in his career. He did, and yeah. Stuff. All right, he what, did, you, what but, you got, uh, Bobby? Yeah, what you got? Bobby wants to say I something. Was gonna, well, Master of wrestling has 
Actually, the first Nitro was held in the Mall of America. It sure was. In uh, Minneapolis, Minnesota. You know who made their debut on that night, too? Lex Luger. Boom. Everybody knows that. That was, a, that was pretty All right, dope. Glenn, we're just going to give you a heads up. Like, Bobby, as the master of wrestling knowledge, or history, or whatever it is, he'll come up with random facts out of nowhere that have nothing to do with what we're talking about. <laughs> he will. <laughs> so, so whenever that happens, just go with it, okay? <laughs> like, yes, Bobby. <laughs> yeah. And, and 90, 99.9% of the time, he's right. And it, Yeah, I'm not going to argue the fact. Yeah, I, I definitely agree with that. <laughs> Damn it, Patrick. I'm just saying. You're killing me. You're killing me, dude. But I I do agree that uh so when when you were watching Nitro, speaking of teams and stuff like that, do you feel like the faces of fear should have been carried a lot more than they were? Oh shit. Wow, Patrick, we could hear that. Now they're going to just drop my this. chicken from the dog. But, uh, but the faces of fear, like I remember they fought high voltage in a match. And I just really feel like the faces of fear never got that push with Ming and Barbarian. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were, I got to say, like any any tag team that you compare to the Legion of Doom, yeah, uh, they get, they have to sort of live up to or, or come up to their level of standard. And the faces of fear, in my opinion, I think they were – quite up there with the Legion of Doom and stuff because yeah. you look at me and Barbarian, those are two, like, legit badass dudes. They really you know, were. I, yeah, I'd put them over Demolition any day, you know, as far as, like, tag teams, comparing tag teams to the LOD. Yeah, those absolutely. Those guys were real badass. And, you know, shortly after them, I think I probably had to put, like, you know, one contingent of the uh, Samoans up there. Yeah, yeah. And as far as, like, you know, brutality and stuff. Dude, they were, like, and the the thing that I remember the most is, excuse me, uh, Ming defeating people with a, you know, with a super kick, really. I mean, it's a super kick, but it's not. It's more like a side shuffle kick. And he started uh, beating people with that. And I I really feel like that was, like, besides Shawn Michaels, I feel like he was the only other one that was beating people with side kicks and everything. And I thought that was, I thought that was a pretty interesting little piece right there. I would say, like, back then, uh, a lot of wrestlers were using, like, similar finishing moves and stuff back yeah. then. Yeah, yeah, like, You know, when Ming was doing that, doing, like, the, the side kick or the super kick, as it's known. Yeah. You know, you know, Shawn Michaels used it. That was pretty much, like, it. I ain't really seen nobody else using it well, and stuff. Well, speaking of, Glenn, hold on. Bobby, do you know anybody else that was doing the super kick along with Ming and uh, Shawn Michaels? Because I can't think of any. I, I can't. I can't either. Oh, that's a good one, one. Yokozuna. Yeah. I forgot about Yoko. Yeah, Yokozuna. Hey, I got one for you. Okay. Lance Storm. Ah, oh, yeah, Lance Storm had one. Yeah, but dude. I think his was more or less like a a signature move. Well, Lance Storm, think about this too. Okay, so Ming kind of did like a a stutter step, and then um, yeah, <clears throat> when he did his. So then Lance Storm looked like he took a full, like, like a lunge. Not a lunge, no. More like a, how would you put it? How would you describe Shawn Michaels' kick? Like, he did stutter when he did this. Ming stuttered his. Yokozuna just pulled it up. Do you want me to break it down, like, with the way they do it? Yeah, no, Shawn's. Break down Shawn's. I don't know okay, how to. So because Lance Storm would do, like, a full, like, all right, spread so out. What, and then we're gonna, I'm going to break down three. Okay, go and for it. And tell me. Like I'll, I'll break down Shawn Michaels, Lance Storm, and who else is Ming? 
Ming did the like the Ming short. And, Ming and Yokozuna had the same kind of super kick. It was a short stutter yeah. kick. Yeah. So the way Shawn Michaels was able to place it so well was he. It's hard. It's kind of hard to explain, but try try to understand. He uh, like puts his foot up in position and kind of hops into the super kick. You know, so he does the boom. That's the way I was trying boom, to like he would hop boom, and do it. And he would he like he wouldn't kick like he'd put his foot up and just put he'd put up against their face. He'd hop into it to where it hits their face. Yeah. Right. So that's 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 why his precision was always on. It was always so good. The Lance Storm yeah. Lance Storm was more like a thrust kick. That's what so I, yeah. like he that was, was thrust kick and he just always hit him like in the neck, like shoulder yeah. and neck area. Or so right it looks that more jaw. Right so it looks yeah, so it looked more devastating. And then, yeah. uh, like, Yokozuna and Ming had that quick, like, stutter kick. Boom. And yeah. it, was, it was never accurate at all. It was more like an Asian. But it was, but it was like, a, it was like a, just a force kick, kind of. They usually hit him in the chest. Like, yeah. the chest yeah, yeah. as opposed to the neck. And it was the, like a toe kick. Chin. Like a high toe yeah. kick. Yeah. Yep. High side that, That's toe like kick. the breakdown of the three of them. Yeah. That's the best way to like, do it. I like the that. Best, the best, like the most accurate way to do it is like Shawn Michaels does, and that's almost to like kick up into in the position and hop your way into where you just place it on their chin. And then, uh, like the most devastating looking one is Lance's. I love Lance Storm. Yeah. God Almighty. Technical. <clears throat> Speaking of teams, uh, I loved his little shindig that he had in uh, WCW. What, I really like that. Was it, who was it? Him and who? He had in WCW. Was it him and just incredible. I mean, that was ECW, but did they no, translate yeah. over to WCW? Team Canada. Team Canada and WCW had. Uh, oh my God, who? Elix Skipper. Elix it Skipper. was Elix Skipper. Yeah, no, I was thinking Elix that was, was in WCW. No, that was TNA, wasn't yeah. it? Well, Elix Skipper, I think, was in both. Uh, That's what he was. Versions. Yes, Elix Skipper was in WCW. Yeah, I did he not was, know that. He was in both versions. Oh really? Yeah. yeah. Who else? Because uh, when Lance Storm won the United States belt, he covered it with the Canadian flag instead. Yeah, he and he did. called it the Canadian uh, I Championship. That. I remember that. And I, I used to sit there and think, yeah, yeah. I used to think that's the coolest crap I've ever seen. That's the yeah. cha- Canadian the, Championship. <laughs> the, that would be awesome. Would have done something like that, or Kevin Owens would have done something yes. like that. Oh my! Today. Yes, that is beautiful. Or any other. You know, foreigner that wins the U.S. title, they put it, you know, their flag over and call it yeah. their country's heavyweight championship. Well, oh, like you it. know, they should do that anyway. Like, if you, like, whoever wins it, that's the yeah, champion that, of that, that area. Company. Yeah. Absolutely. I think that's a good idea. Well, yeah. guess what? I think we got a new idea for an organization. Yeah, we'll email that to, like, writers at WB.com. Or you could just start it yourself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be pretty nice. You got to talk Brian into buying another belt. That'd be dope right there, man. Talk about innovation. Yep. But, uh. Well, you know, I was going to say something else, too, about WCW back in the day. Yeah. You know, they used to do those, uh, uh, cross promotion shows with New Japan and stuff. I thought yeah. that was awesome and to ahead me. of the time, too. That's Glenn, the first time I ever I saw Muda. I'm so glad, Glenn, that you brought oh, yeah. that up. Bobby, to we were talking about cross, that, WCW oh. doing cross promotions with, like, New Japan back in the day. Oh, yeah. And, like, Jushin Thunder Liger would come over there all the time. And then Ultimo oh, man, Dragon yeah. became a mainstay there uh, in the cruiserweight division. And, yep. I, like, Benoit came from New Japan. Um, Benoit came from ECW. Yeah, cause, like, well, he spent then, a lot I of time in Jupa- New Japan before he, he came did, over. And then he went to ECW yeah. after New Japan. Like, back then, I never knew about, like, ja- no, he, uh, he wrestling did, outside of the United States 
But like when WCW used to do that, and they used to put Japan used to put their top stars against WCW top stars. I just like thought that was like awesome because like you know I never knew of those Japanese wrestlers like Masahiro Chono and, and uh, Kensuke Sasaki. Nice. I never knew of those drops. guys yes. until I was watching until I was watching WCW, and I think they had a pay per view of WCW versus Japan. Yes. And the I've Super seen, like, Show. Yeah, yeah, it was a super show. Yeah. And, man, I just saw all these, you know, these, like, matches, and I was like, who the hell are these guys? And they come out, they're doing that damn thing, and I'm like, damn, these guys are legit, you know what I'm saying? Definitely, And, like, Definitely. Muda, man, he's, like, my favorite Japanese wrestler from back in the day because, like, I never seen anything like him with that green mist and stuff. Like, he was missing, like, guys <laughs> like Lex Luger and shit. And they I mean, had I'm them. No, you're fine. And I'm sure they had Thank to, you for like, making us have to put it like, explicit on our podcast on iTunes. Oh, all. crap. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. We can't, just <laughs> drop, we can't drop any hardcore cuss words. No, no. not Nothing oh, too hardcore. Yeah. yeah. We, we try. We try. I'm, I'm just messing with you, Glenn. But I, I know you can't. I know you, it's hard to translate sarcasm through the microphone. <laughs> through microphone. But I, I'm glad he brought that up because to me, that's why I like WCW because it premiered other promotions, yeah, top that's, wrestlers. that's how they built their global presence. And I love. And then it made a lot of, because that was back when tape trading was big, and the internet was starting to get, get going. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, like, you had no, it's not like now where you can go find anything you want, like Germany, like WXW from Germany on High Spots Wrestling Network. Yeah. Or go on YouTube and watch New Japan, or go on Daily Motion, or go to New Japan or mm-hmm. NJPW Glue or World dot com. We didn't have all that. That's what no. people, that's what young people forget these days. Like back in the day, if you saw if you got a New Japan tape, you'd be like it'd be insane how it'd be insane how special of a moment that would be because that's something that doesn't didn't happen all the time. It's not like now where you can just yeah. go to YouTube and pull up clips about of Kenny Omega and. Uh, Naito from the G1 final. God, Naito. Oh, that dude yeah. is so beast. But yes. the, the cool thing is, um, no, you know, you're watching WCW, and when they did that super show, you had people like uh, Jushin Thunder Liger. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you even had him on the first episode of Nitro and stuff like that, and then he started, like, fighting Dean Malenko. I, I just, I really liked yeah. Liger, and I really liked Ultimo Dragon. Yes. Like, to me, those were the two best Japanese wrestlers in my book at the time. I mean, for me, when I was watching WCW and I was younger, those are the two athletes that I really liked a lot were, yes. were those guys. And, uh, you know, and you got to really see that showcase and then dragon started fighting, uh, Mysterio. Yeah. And I will say those are probably some of the best cruiserweight matches I've ever seen between those two because definitely dragon was not a weak guy. He was pretty strong and he did that like, I don't know what you would call it now, but it's like uh, you ba- a bounce back uh, power bomb, which was pretty great. So I, I, I liked it definitely. And I, they also showcased uh, uh, me- uh, wrestlers from Mexico, like Conan. Like I didn't know who none of these guys were when they debuted in WWE. I mean, in uh, WCW. Uh, I know that Conan did a little stick WWE as Max Moon, but he had a mask on. And I didn't really know who who he was at the time. But when he came to WCW, you know, they made him a star because they acknowledged what he did over, you know, in the promotion that he was in before coming to WCW and yes, stuff. Yes, agreed. agreed. And he was like, they said he was like the equivalent of like John Cena over in Mexico. And he could have been bigger, but, you know, he, I guess he flattened around in the mid until mm-hmm. his career sort of ended, uh, you know, in ring 
but I know he's over in uh, Lucha Underground right now and yeah. the other promotions. But you know, when when once I seen him and what he could do and stuff, I was like, okay, I like this guy Conan. You know, he's from Mexico. WCW, they, you know, they're not just U.S. based anymore. They global now. And yeah, stuff. and a lot of, a lot of people don't know that Conan was the catalyst for bringing all those people from Mexico. He's he was like the go to. Really? All the, to get all of the Mexican wrestlers in WCW. They even mentioned AAA in, yeah. on WCW. Yeah. They're like, he's from AAA like, wrestling. We're like Conan, using him. Yeah, Conan was the uh, almost like the agent of getting all the all the like Mexican stars to WCW. Yeah. That's who, that's who uh, Bischoff used. And I thought it was really cool, too, that WCW would have the United States champion go back and forth from their shows, and then they would come back and defend their belt back on WCW. Mm-hmm. I thought those were really yeah. cool. And you even had WCW stars winning, like, New Japan belts and bringing them over to yeah, WCW. Like, like hey, TNA, this is our... Or, like, GFW Impact TNA <clears throat> Wrestling Live show. They are trying to do something like that. I like that idea. And if yeah. GFW I mean, if, if, can, if you can do it right, it works. If, it, if you don't, then it just makes it look like you're just... Just doing it to do it. Yeah, just yeah. messing around with money. Absolutely. And, you know, I, I I want GFW to actually prevail. I want them to do yeah. well. I miss, They're doing better. I, I miss that intensity that they used to always bring. But if they do something like that, that would be pretty cool. Definitely. So how about how about um, one more thing? If you had an all-star team, I know we kind of veered off, but who would be your all-star team if you had to take it into a War Games or Survivor Series? Any wrestlers, Glenn. You get how many you want to we're do? Gonna, we're, we'll do just one team. How many? So, Glenn, five people. Okay. Survivor Series five. team. So, Glenn, you okay, pick your five, like a, your five, oh, five member All Star team on Survivor Series. All right, from the current roster, or anybody. Anybody. Anybody in history. history. Okay. My, I won't say a War Games team because I'm okay. a War Games. Okay. Type okay. Of, I like no, this. Yeah, that'll work. I would do. I would do Sting. Uh-huh. Hold on, I take that back. I would do. 80s version thing, surfer nice. thing. Okay, nice. okay. I would do John Cena. Wow. <laughs> I must, are you doing, know, wait, wait, are you doing Thugonomics Cena? No, we need, we need this I Cena. Tell what, I tell you what, I do Thugonomics Cena. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> nice. Thugonomics Cena, surfer thing. 80s thing. Uh, Sid uh, Vicious. Thugonomics. Ooh, see, I like Sid Vicious. I like Sid that. Vicious. That's your big man, okay. Yeah, that's my big man. And then, uh, who else would I do? I think I had to do LOD to round it out. Is that oh, LOD, okay. That's I mean, I could, team. I could name my five like off the bat. Mine has a little bit of like favoritism, but I, I really don't care. Um, the Hurricane, I would mm. definitely put him in there. Ultimo Dragon, I would do Chris Benoit, Edge, and then uh, Crow Sting. That would be my survivor team. All right, Bobby? Because right, well, mine, mine's interesting. Mine's is has dude. I have the hurricane. Nice. <laughs> mine, mine's is going to be what a little bit it? of uh, some of the wrestlers from the eighties and some from the nineties. Yeah, anybody, anybody, anybody. So uh, Nikita Koloff. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a good Chris one. Chris Benoit. Uh, uh, been, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Ooh, okay, the comeback. I like it. Mm-hmm. Who else? I gotta go with uh, Dusty Rose. Oh, he's going old school, man. Yeah. And uh, Team Captain Sting. See, every oh, dude, Sting. Sting. I don't have Sting got... on mine. Oh, don't break the cycle, <laughs> I'm a, I'm a, dude. And I'm gonna go War Games too. Okay, War Games. This could be War Games or Survivor Series. Okay. And I'm gonna go with the Horseman team. All four? Huh? There's five. 
Oh, okay. Flair. Arn. Holy. Benoit. Oh. Malenko. And Tully. Oh, I like that one. He's going all horsemen. All horsemen. I could have gone all NWO, but I'm like, you know what? I'm I gotta Ole. have Hurricane in my team. I'm gonna leave Oli my- <laughs> out of it because I think that I think Oli was good for his time, but I think Benoit brings more intensity. He brought more intensity than yeah, Oli did. He, he never loses. <laughs> I mean, he'll lose, but my he God, it takes booking. like it, yeah, it takes like 25 <laughs> minutes to beat him. <laughs> yeah. But you know what, Glenn? Yeah. I appreciate you calling, brother. I thought this was a fun segment. Oh yeah, but, uh, we appreciate you calling. We got yeah. a. Thank you, man. Thank you. We this got first time I'm of your podcast, you know, I ain't really get a chance to call in and stuff, and you know, it's my first time calling in. I thank you guys for having me and stuff. Oh, yeah. You know, no problem, I'm dude. to call in or whatever, but I had fun, man. Oh, yeah. You're fun. welcome to call in anytime. We love talking to you. We'll be here next week. Definitely. <laughs> All right. I got you. I'll try to call next week, man. All right, buddy. Most Take care, Glenn. All right, dude. Keep it real. All right, man. Ah, I love new callers. One. New callers ah. always make me happy. Glenn, friend me on Facebook. That's, right what we, now. that's what we need to say. Glenn. Friend us on Facebook. <laughs> More importantly, go like us on Twitter. Go like our Facebook on Twitter because we only have like six followers. Six followers. Everybody just follows us on Facebook. At, yeah, They're like, F form. Twitter, who cares? We don't even have, like, I decided when we first started we're not even going to have like a Facebook And that's page. grown more. And No, we're not. We don't have one. Oh, well, we kind of so, use the page instead. Yeah, we use our page and we yeah. use the Wrestling 704 page. Yeah. But, uh... God, I guess we're going to close this thing out, and Bobby, you can ride along with this, on this this trail, and you can give us your opinion on it. Because uh, we went, we had our Evolve and uh, Progress. Have you ever heard of Progress, Bobby? No, I can't say I have. Progress Wrestling is, uh, well, you've heard of Evolve, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Progress Wrestling is the biggest wrestling company Basically, you know, there's two huge wrestling companies in the UK, and I mean ICW. I don't I don't know exactly where ICW falls, but ICW is a huge wrestling company too. But there's Revolution Pro that uh, I don't, and I'm not sure where the demographics are, or not yeah, the demographics where they run. But there's Rev Pro who draw uh, who run like an old school boxing arena, and uh, and then like we work with them at WrestleCon, and uh, one of my probably my favorite promotion on uh from the uk is progress and progress is like a punk rock promotion they do all these clubs these music clubs they have light shows and uh like fog everywhere and i mean and it's insane this is where devitt came from so this is where finn balor came from this is where uh i mean new japan where finn balor but he this is one of his home promotions tyler Bate, tyler Bate, pete dunn Dunn, trent seven trent seven yeah all where all these guys came from. Just one second. Uh, Jack Gallagher. Oh, Jack. Yeah, all oh, dude. And, Jesus. Yeah, and that this, that was the first time. Well, we'll get to that. This yeah. is the first time I've ever seen him wrestle outside of his WWE character. Oh my god. Oh my. We're, god. we're gonna touch on. We yeah. Can't talk about it right so, now. Not yet. So this is. So we're gonna get into, and we're. I will go ahead and bring Brandon on. We got Brandon to go over this with us because Brandon is also. It's probably like the head camera guy. He is like the, the head, camera guy. The head, like, the produ- one, the like one of the head guy. production guys. Sal yeah. is the one that's over the whole production. Brandon is like the, the protege. Protege, the guy that's over the, all the cameras and setting everything up and doing all this. And we're going to bring Brandon on. And hey, Br- well, hey, Brandon, what's up, bud? Hey, how are you guys doing? What good. up, dude? It's good to we're hear your voice again. We're still recovering. That's what we're doing. Yeah, we're still recovering, man. You're a yeah, champ for doing this. Forever, what? Like two, two days, two and a half days? Three yeah. days now since we've seen it's each been, other. Uh, two, How was your guys' yeah. drive back? Ten hours horrible. back. By okay. The way. Horrible. So, 
a little yeah, a little tidbit about New York. a little tidbit from the New York. So we got a we we figured out the hotel. We got a hotel and everything, yeah. and then we're like, all right, we're gonna leave out early, which we did, making great time, and then we hit Northern Virginia. Oh, and that is the DC. bane of my existence. Yes, D- I, like I I cuss DC. The I whole will cuss DC for the next year. <laughs> the whole way, the he's like. Like we're all sitting there, like you've got to be kidding me! What's going on? I even had to get out the car and look, and like yeah, we got stuck behind a wreck for like forty-five minutes, like parked on the interstate. It was insane. Yeah, you don't know traffic until you hit Northern Virginia and oh, the DC area. My God. It is terrible, twenty-four-seven. People oh, think they have the it. Time. People it think is, they have it bad in Charlotte. Yeah, Charlotte's uh, nothing. Nothing. Like the only thing that's equivalent of that is like Atlanta rush hour. I've been in Atlanta rush hour. That's bad. Yeah, it's yeah. like the equivalent of oh. DC. But yeah, that that was our trip back. I mean, the trip up wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, actually, we were still busy. Like we tried to save time, like three or four times going up to Baltimore. But every <laughs> every every other road we took, there was a traffic jam. Slammed. And this was at and this was at like one o'clock in the day. Yeah, like twelve or one o'clock in the day on a Friday. Usually here in Concord, it's not that bad. You're just no. like Boop, zip up and Charlotte. Good. It's not bad. No, but yeah, but uh, but yeah, it was. The trip back was uh, but, hellacious. Yeah, none to say. So, so to give everybody <laughs> listening a broad uh, idea, like idea of, yeah. of this week of this past weekend is, uh, we talked to Brandon after we did the shows in, in Concord and Charlotte, or the show in Charlotte with Evolve and PWX and Evolve, and uh, me and Dutch got picked up to do this tour or this little uh, double shot with Evolve. Mm-hmm. So Friday we were in Baltimore, Maryland at yeah. the MCW Arena. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Saturday, we were in New York City, or Queens, New York. Queens. Yeah, first time I've ever been to New York City. Same I've here. I've drove no, through it, never been, never been in it. It's fun. It's an amazing experience, but uh, yeah, we'll do it. That's Brandon, one of my favorite things about professional wrestling, honestly, is like just being able to go to places for the first time. I couldn't even tell you how many places. Like New York was my first time going was because of professional wrestling. Like I, I love the fact San Antonio. I've been to San Antonio. I've been to Dallas. I've been to Chicago. I've been to Detroit. Like there's places I would never go to, but like it's really cool when like you can check that like check that off your bucket list. Oh yeah, and you can definitely. do it with like do that you like. Like I think that's the coolest thing. I didn't know that was your guys' first time. How did yeah. you guys enjoy it? Oh yeah, it was it was interesting. It was not fun getting out. Like. Whenever we left the venue on Saturday night, which was like midnight, uh, my GPS was so horrible that we got lost, like trying to get out of New York City. <laughs> yeah, it was awful. <laughs> and the only, like we were in New York City for an hour trying to get out. And the only uh, good thing about it is we only, we didn't pay any tolls. <laughs> like it screwed up, but like, it worked yeah, out in the like long run. We, it, it would reroute, and it rerouted us to go over like Brooklyn Bridge, and then we we only we didn't have to pay a toll until we got to the New Jersey Turnpike. And the the other thing too about it is, it kept telling us to take the Brooklyn Bridge or tunnel or something, and we could not find the entrance. Mm-mm. Like we would drive right back, yeah, right, I know. like it would tell I us where to go, and there was nothing. Time. What were you saying? Yeah, that's just, yeah, very hard to find and navigate your way through. New York, but their tunnels are very, very hard to like. Yes, it was brutal. Especially, I don't know, like if we're from Florida, like I'm not used to it. <laughs> oh yeah, it, yeah. it seems to happen. Or it's hard to find your way out. But yeah, so so Friday, like trip up Friday was was it was perfectly fine, and uh, Friday show was. I thought it was a very like I, I I thought both shows. Anybody that has a Flow Slam account is where the the main place you can go see WWE and Live or Flow Slam. The main place you can go see uh, the Evolve shows. It needs to watch these uh, shows because I feel like these two shows from this past weekend were two of the better Evolve shows that I've seen. 
they're good. It's almost like they get like better and better every page. Yeah. I mean, every and that's show. What I told Gabe that at the end of the weekend. It's like, these are two stellar shows. Yeah. Like, this needs, like, I feel like if this is the consistency that uh, the product that Evolve needs to put out. Mm-hmm. And I think the like the stories. I going in, I knew I knew some of the stories, but I didn't know all of them. by By the end of the first show, I could tell you every story in detail. And I'm glad you said what that. was going on. Yeah, because it, it 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 does. Like the one thing that about Evolve, if you've never seen one and you watch it, you know immediately the story. It's not like, well, why did he do that? It's almost like it's self-explanatory. It's good in ring work. Yeah, I mean, it's and like the MCW arena was like a wrestling arena. Mm-hmm. It's, the same way that you see everywhere you go. Like, it's like everybody finds a tool book that's the exact same that tells you how to build an entranceway. Like, how to find a building that has fans instead of air conditioning. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty true. That that Evolve show. Yeah, one of the coolest things about uh, MCW, in my opinion, I, I always uh, talk about this when I mention MCW, is that they built that entire place from the ground up. Yeah, and and you, you can see like the little inner workings of it when you go to the backstage. And yeah, you you can tell like this is a lot of hard work that was put into MCW. Just even from like the building standpoint, every single time we go there, it, it literally looks better. Yeah, and and they they did an upgrade or they added more lights or like they they did something else or uh, we we just went back over there and they have an entire new sound setup which is complete. It's so much easier to, to work with. It's yeah. right next to where we would set up our production. And like definitely. every single time they're like, they did something else to better their own production or to yeah. better their building or to make it look more professional. And I, I just think that's so awesome. Like that's again, it's more of a testament to what MCW is. It's a fantastic product, a fantastic promotion. And I always love going to Java because I'm honestly, uh, a Baltimore person myself. I, I I grew up in Glen Burnie, which is 25 minutes outside of Joppa. I got gotcha. to my sister got to go to the show. Okay. Uh, it was the first time going to a wrestling show. We like five years old, and Gilberg was on the show. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it was just, it was just so ridiculous. But you know that was for like that was for like my my fourth birthday or whatever. And like nice. it was the first time seeing wrestling since that point, and she loved it. She loved our Evolve show, Evolve 90, uh, like you said on FlowSlam.tv. It was just it was a phenomenal show. Dutch uh, broke a cord. It was yep. great, good stuff. Got so yelled at. Time. <laughs> <laughs> we uh, we had we had technical difficulty. It was it was it was stressful. It was stressful. That was like that was probably the most stressful point of the entire weekend. Even with everything to have with progress, like I think like that one weird thing that like happened with our cord, which I I think like oh again, yeah, not your so fault yeah, all. and that's like, the you're freaking out. It's kind of like oh my god, like what can we do to like make you not think this is your fault at all <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. what i was trying to figure was out so yeah but like but the people that are seasoned like me and brandon that have been through something like been through doing a few i-pay-per-views or a good bit of i-pay-per-views we've all run into that problem before and that's the thing one of them one of the guys told me he said if everything goes according to plan it's not a perfect show something bad has to happen during the show one time like it's something that happens and <laughs> yeah when, the, freak, when, the freak thing is when we did the show in charlotte like everything <clears> went off without a hitch yeah. Like, and, it was so it was so easy. Yeah, and this one, like, I'm sitting there, and all of a sudden, Sal keeps telling me that he ha- he doesn't have me. And I'm like, what do you mean you don't have me? Like, I've plugged it in. I took it out. What's going on? And then finally, uh, Billy came out there, and he looked yeah. at it, and he's like, your cord's crimped. Yeah. And I was like. Like, knew it right off the bat. And I was like, oh, well, 
how do we fix it? What do we do? Do we have to run another cable? And he said, nope. He runs out. He runs back, and he has, like, this surgical kit. He's like, <laughs> click, snap, rip, pull down, pull back up, put it yeah, in this device, boom. Yeah. And he Billy put it together man. like it was nothing. And I was like, oh, my God, I love you. That was, Thank that you. That was insane. And then I felt so bad, and I was, like, trying to put the camera up, and he looks at me and said, it's okay, dude. Calm down. Yeah. Just relax. This is not your fault. And I said, I feel like it is. And he said, just continuing, just continue filming the Doing show, and we're Doing good, dude. We're He's good. like, you're getting good shots. Keep going, man. I was like, thanks, Billy. I'm going to cry. <laughs> yeah, put over Billy for us, Brandon. Yeah, put up Billy for us, man. Yeah, yeah, the put over Billy. Billy uh, Billy Grace is our production manager. And uh, like, like, like a NASCAR like a uh, pit stop guy like the dude the dude like within 30 seconds is able to just completely surgically repair a damaged cord that was it, it, oh, it was, it was insane which is again like literally the worst thing that could possibly happen is for cameras not to work or for our live stream to not work and it was just like one of these weird as i told dutch like again like this happens so often and it's just one of these things that just goes down uh when i was filming uh janela spring break during Geno- joey janela's entrance to his match with Mario Gennetti, my cord died uh, oh. the same way that Duchess did. The entire cord? Like, literally, literally, like, the match. That and Matt Riddle and Dan Severn were not live off of my angle. Wow. At all. Wow. Like, my cord was dead, and that's just it for it. You know, and it's just that's just the way it happens. But, yeah. uh, I mean, past that point, though, I mean, again, the shows were phenomenal. I thought that everyone stepped up. Uh, Darby <laughs> Allen had a phenomenal weekend in particular. Yes. I enjoyed his match yes. with that. Uh, with the seminar kid that won our seminar, Craig Mitchell. Yeah, that, dude, uh, that, that guy was good. Job. They, they had a really solid match, and it, his match with Timothy Thatcher at Evolve 91 oh, was, amazing. Uh, in my opinion, my favorite match that I've seen of Darby uh, to this point. Um, Darby was great. He, he has that one win, move. Uh, that with is a very, very unique type of pin, the Gibson lock uh, on Timothy Thatcher, which I mean is, is a really, really, really good, uh, important win for Darby Allen. Yeah. Uh, I, I just thought was, he had a yeah. very, very impressive show. We can also, in theory, had a phenomenal weekend, made yes. his progress debut. Mm-hmm. Um I, it was, this, this honestly was one of the better that I've seen in Evolve, uh, and and it just seems like you said, like every single weekend that we do, uh, they seem to just be getting uh, more consistent, and better and better, and the character and the story developments are just getting uh, to, like, to a really good not point. To, of, of, yeah, go ahead. not to mention the four-way main event in oh, Queens or Corona, New God. York, the uh, Evolve '91. Oh, oh my God. That was Matt, Matt Riddle versus Keith Lee versus Walter versus Tracy Williams. Yeah. Oh. You want to talk that about that event amazing. was insane. They went back and forth at chopping, and I have never in my life seen chops like that. Dude. And I mean, they were going back. And I mean. They're trying to one-up each other. Yeah. And chops. Then, and Walter would like, Riddle would one-up him, and then Walter was like. Oh my God! And I mean, look how big Walter is. Yeah. And then he chopped he Riddle one time on the rope, and then Riddle like looks away, and I can't say the word. Starts with an F, and he's like, "Oh!" And he like whispers the word, and I'm like, "Dude, if you yeah. just made Walter and Riddle yeah. like cringe, you're doing something right." Like that was the best. I shot had spoken to Matt right after matchup. I had spoken to Matt right after that matchup, and. uh and he he had <laughs> I had mentioned that uh, the Walter had these 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 they look like uh, you you could see when when you get shot that there there might be like a handprint or something but yeah. but he would have these things that look like like blood blisters like yeah. yes like like they they were just 
at one point in time, and I, I'm sure you guys remember this, like Matt's chest literally started bleeding. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like it was yeah. not. It wasn't. It was literally dripping blood. Like you guys remember that? Like his mm-hmm. chest yeah. was dripping blood. We were filming like, it. And I'm like, I, I, I was about to, about the Walter situation. I was like, man, these, these things look like blood blisters. And he just looked me in the eyes. He's like, yeah. He's like, the craziest thing about that is like the reason why they look that way is because they can't heal. He's like, the reason why they look like blood blisters is because like they just keep breaking open. And like breaking open and breaking open because these dudes are just hitting each other as hard as they possibly can, oh. and it, it was it was terrifying. when I saw Matt's chest literally start dripping blood, yeah. I was like, "That is that's I've never seen I've never seen anything like that in person. Like, was, that was that was ridiculous. These guys went all out." And what's crazy about that is that Matt loves that stuff. He, I was going to say that. He loves being chopped. Oh he likes God. the like, contact. He loves the contact aspect of wrestling. Like He loves just going he, at it. And Matt, but Walter, man, Walter might have one of the hardest chops I've ever seen in my entire life. And it's every time he hits you, you hear yeah. it. Like, you there's feel no, it. There's no like, what they call missed chops where you don't get a good sound out of it. Yeah. Like every every chop sounds like it's about to tear somebody's head off, and even missed chops, you still feel it. They just oh, don't pop. Th- yeah, but I mean, there's nothing like everything he threw looked like it was just going to kill somebody. Oh, he's he like practiced. Was- yeah, those guys go out and they they throw some bombs. Like oh. Tracy Williams. Tracy Williams is insane. Too. I've ever Tracy life. Williams was a small uh, guy in the match. Out there he throws some bombs. Yeah, Walter just like he has these club and blow. Fred, Fred throws these bombs. You know, yeah. everyone that's dude, it's 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 one of the most hard hitting places that I yes. I have the opportunity to yes. be able to watch professional wrestling at, and I think that really is a testament to the guys and how much uh, competitive spirit that they have with each other, and to to be able to grab the fans and pull them in, and in that way to see these guys just like take the you know me, just take the, the the hits that they do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh yeah. This is, is I was telling I was telling you know you, you can absorb to that pretty quickly. It's very easy to just like understand like whoa like this dude's chest is, yeah you know effing bleeding like yeah. <laughs> It was, like, you don't have to do anything besides just look at his chest and be like, okay, this is this is intense. Like, this dude's getting <laughs> hit pretty hard. Yeah. And at this point, every single thing happens is the most believable and absorbs everyone in. And it's just it's it's just such a great atmosphere when, when people are that absorbed into uh, in, into matches and absorbed into mm-hmm. a promotion. I felt like, like you guys said, that four-way at the end of Evolve 91 and Corona on Coastline.tv oh. was oh. one of those matches right. that, like, everyone was just – at, at a zero point in time where people looking down at their phones because they didn't have the time to. Yeah. These guys would get hit and he would turn away and the Tracy would slide in and just pop Keith Lee and Keith Lee would throw him like 20 feet in the air. Yeah. bomb Keith Lee and we're just like, this is freaking nuts. Well, this is freaking crazy. And well, it's it's, like, I, I loved it. One of the most amazing <laughs> things about that I found this weekend by spending the whole weekend with Evolve is the amount of passion and heart that all the people on the roster has for Evolve, for like that company. That's awesome that you said that, because that was one of the things I wanted to say is when you're at these Evolve shows, it's almost like every single one of these people want to make everybody look good, because if they know that if they don't help this person look good, then they're not going to look good. And it's like they all want to help each other out. Yeah, the whole takes two to tango, man. It really does. (laughs) It's it's a group effort, and uh, honestly, again, like I appreciate being able to work with you guys. I we had a freaking awesome weekend. I was watching the shows back. I watched ninety one in its entirety back, and it was it was just awesome. I mean, like Dutch picked up on every single thing that I didn't have. Thank you. Uh, I loved your shot, Villa, after 
Austin had or Haskins had his dive on Austin on the outside. Yeah, and yeah. Just, like he just looked up at me, got a shot like as, as tight in as possible because I was like right next to her in front of her. Yeah. And, I mean, you got that shot, and I was like, dude, just like that was the shit. That's excuse me. That's the stuff that like I was like, man, this is <laughs> that's that's like our teamwork. That's our production work, and like I mean, yeah. like that's just having each other's back and having chemistry. And I was like, man, like. We're building our chemistry. I was so happy with this weekend, man. I everyone did awesome. Must, everyone did awesome. I mean, we were dying at progress. Oh my you god! You know, we were just. You, I felt I felt it, so know? bad like for you guys during oh. progress. Oh yeah, and I was because so, I was like I looked like I was out of I had jumped out of a pool like a swimming pool and, the, and I was just standing behind a camera yeah. doing hardly anything like just following the people around with the camera. So you guys uh, were running back and forth around the <laughs> ring and we were. I'm gonna uh, do I'm gonna do a name drop real quick on okay. the tag team. And I wanted to say something. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to be quiet because they have no freaking idea. But the workhorseman, he was giving me hell, Henry and oh, uh, Drake. Okay. And uh, I was like, I am so tired. Yeah. I was like, that building was so hot. And, and just to give everybody an idea, Patrick, please tell everybody how freaking hot it was in there. How many so, people like first us, thing? First thing a, I'll say is it, I don't think it was the building's fault. It was. It wasn't. No. I feel like that, that building was not suited to hold that many people. Precisely. At one time, we had done an evolve show previously, and, and it was fine. We had, uh, I would Pro- say, for my own information, I would say around 400, 450. In there. I, I was going to say, like, I was going to say about five, five fifty. Yeah. Zero people. The watchback players. Zero people are fanning themselves. Uh, no yeah, sweat. Felt, everyone's cool. Yeah, it felt like, amazing. Felt not not cool. one beat of sweat or anything during yeah. the Evolve show. I felt good. Like then, I normally would after a show. Sixteen or 1,700 people pile into this place for the progress show. It's a little bit more brutal. <laughs> and I'm talking about it was so hot that there was water dripping down the wall. Like there was condensation on the walls. And the floors were wet, And people. the floors upstairs looked like somebody had poured water on them. Like that's how hot it was. And I remember there were times where Brandon would have to switch up his – like stance and he had to put his elbow like on the ring and I could see him like suffering. So I saw him doing it and then he would put the camera back up on his shoulder and then I would take my turn. And yeah. I'm like, all right, I've got to really like relax. Cause I'm <laughs> like, I could read yeah, I mean, how tired you were too. Right. Like I was like, it was, it was brutal. Yeah. And I mean, and, and, I was wet, but like I said, I wanted yeah, to, uh, like, I wanted to name drop the workhorse men real quick running. because they were giving me crap about, uh, me like filming and they were like, well, you didn't get your ass kicked. And I was like, dude, I've held a yes. camera for seven and a half in 90, hours. In 90 degrees. And I was like, and it's like 100% humid- humidity yes. in here. And I was like, you know what? I love you. And I'm not going to say anything, <laughs> but screw off. <laughs> they were on you the whole, yeah. the whole weekend. Oh, yeah, they were. At point in time, uh, when we started off the show for progress, and I had uh, I had given Dutch the, the little bit of the Iggy about hopping up on the apron. Uh, that's yep. how we usually start progress. So, by the way, by the way, uh, progress will be brought to you in 1080p, 24 frames, like usual. Yes. Uh, we filmed it in 24 frames. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, we got that clip with John. We got that clip with Sal. It's one of those things that I I cited for because you we usually don't do things like that. Mm-hmm. We usually shoot in 60 frames and. Mm-hmm. And uh, Patrick had told me something before the show, and I wanted to actually – I never talked to you about this yet, but, like, you're like, yeah, man, when you film this 24 frames, uh, your eyes, like, adjust to it. And it's, like, really weird because when you look back up, everything is moving so fast. So, yeah. like, it I really didn't does. understand what you meant. Yeah. Yeah, it really yeah, does. Yeah, like, I gave 40 minutes. I looked up from my screen, and I was just like, what the hell is going yeah. on? By the <laughs> way, like, uh, Brandon, 
I was gonna say, have you got, have you seen progress yet? Like the footage? Yeah, have you seen have, the footage? Uh, I've not been able to back any of our footage yet. Okay, because uh, I was really curious on. about the Jack Gallagher um, shots that I was getting, because I, I kind of did like a chest up shot on him when he was in the ropes, and I was like catching all of his expressions. Dutch, this is some crap you talked to him on the phone about. We got we got a radio show to do. Dude, I'm you, asking you, the question. You ask his opinion on your shots when we're not on a radio show. You know show. what, Patrick? Calm down, Sorry, dude. Brandon. Dutch is going to have a personal <laughs> conversation with you on the radio. You know what? Yeah. Everybody wants to know. But, you know? like, if you want an opinion, like like I said, I mean, like, this weekend was phenomenal. Yeah. Uh, Dutch specifically, like, I, I thought you did really, 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 really good. Thank you, I Brandon. had no idea before going into the weekend and actually talking to Patrick, I think, before our first Evolve show. I didn't think – I didn't really understand exactly how – green you were to film it and you're very very talented thank you dude and uh, patrick you're very very talented and uh like i said our chemistry that we have is we don't miss a, a freaking thing because we always mm-hmm. pick up each other yeah and, and that's, that's like all... something that like we don't we don't communicate like i said on the last podcast like we don't talk no we do we, we listen to one person this is completely to intuition and just a side glance out of peripheral and seeing what we got and just knowing like patrick will zoom out to get these guys on turnbuckles we need Dutch will adjust to get them, and then he'll do a big zoom in. When they get down from the turnbuckles, we'll adjust back around the sh- to the sides and get shots of those dudes. And like, yeah, it's just it's one of these things. Uh, I, I I was very 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 proud of our work for the for the weekend. I I'm very so excited too. to see what progress. Well, and I want to put uh, a little. Yeah, Dutch, I thought you did. Well, thank you, man. I thought you did really good. And I, I want to put a, a little praise on Patrick too because I have seen a lot of indie shows where the hard cam really doesn't do anything. Like they just don't, they just sit there, but like there were times, <laughs> but there were, t- <laughs> there were times when I was like, Oh God, I wonder if they got this shot. And I was watching some of Evolve 90 and I, I remember specifically at the very end, Patrick got, um, Matt Riddle perfectly. And I was like, God, that's a good shot, dude. And usually, like I said, that hard cam doesn't get that. But he got it. And I was like, that. I just remember specifically well, I know, that like, one. My, my key shots that I try to get like after the matches or when they hold up the belts, because that's what's so amazing about all the people at Evolve is they're, they're accustomed to working for cameras and they're accustomed to working to hard cam and like all of them. Yeah. All of them, all of them, like every, 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 every single one. Yeah. Every it's one of them, every single person after they win a match turns to the hard cam to raise the hand. I mean, that could be part of the referee, but always they always hold their belts up to the hard cam. They always pose to the hard cam. It's, it's always the little things. I mean, it's yes. like like we said, it's a group effort. Oh, yeah, It's yes. like those it's... little things. Uh, and the Timothy Thatchers and, and the Tracy Williams, Freddie A. Highs, like where their yes. facials are so important to them and, even, and like being even... able to express the emotion of the matchup. And they, they always know where Dutch is. They always know where I am. They always know where Patrick is. They always know directly which – hard cam to look into yeah, exactly. and every single time that they have important there, they there know only, where we are and they pick that up we pick that up and it just it just comes off so well there was only it one person really well. that didn't look at the hard cam the whole time during their promo and can you tell me who that was it was in the, during, during the progress show uh Brandon, can you tell me who that was never once looked at the hard cam. no i don't pete dunn <laughs> Pete, Pete Dunn yeah, did it. He sold to your camera the entire promo, which he, he might that might be the, that might be how they do in progress. They sell always sell their promos to the ring cam. Yeah, I, I was more. like, I was like, will you freaking look like, at me? I'm, I'm right here. I got a good shot of you, Pete. And that's also a little WWE thing too, because they always have that's true. That's true too. That's true too. Also, 
Yeah. I want to. I want to say too. Maybe, that. maybe he's too professional for us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe he's too. Good. Maybe we're not used to that <laughs> no, that level of professional. But but like I didn't worry about it when I saw that he was selling to your camera. When I saw that the whole time he was talking to your camera, I was like, okay, I'm not. I mean, this isn't my shot. Brandon, I, I, I would Brandon's like to bring up the, the, the elephant in the room. I would like to bring up the elephant in the room about the progress show, which was the TK Cooper injury. Yeah, uh, I thought that they had recovered from that so phenomenally. I thought that two on one matchup with Travis Banks. Oh yeah, uh, uh, or uh, Other Bay and Trent Seven was was spectacular for for them having to do that in the situation that they were in, and uh, I I mean I have such praise for the progress show that that we had just uh, had the opportunity to film because it was top to bottom every single matchup was was just I mean like just next level. Oh yeah, those guys yeah, it was and, super and professional. Too, like, something that I noticed from just to give credit to those guys uh, was I'm sorry Dutch is messing up the microphones yeah sorry uh, was immediately after that happened like I don't know if I don't know if you'll ever see this I don't know if how how progress will edit it I don't know anything but as soon as that happened and he dislocated his ankle and everybody understood what was going on like uh, Pete Trent and uh, Tyler Tyler got in a circle and like I, I assume they got in a circle. I don't know if they were talking about what they were gonna do, but I assume they were like saying a prayer for him. Yeah. Like that shows you how close knit those British guys are. Well yeah. just wrestling wrestlers in general are. And like they is even that they're said, having a competitive match against each other, then you see somebody gets hurt and the first thing you do is hope like get in a circle and hope that they're okay. Yeah, because they were like talking I mean they did their little thing. Yeah, and it's almost like he went to uh, what was the other guy's name? Travis Not, Banks. Travis. Travis Banks walked over to his partner. It's it was, almost like Travis was telling, or Pete Dunn was telling Travis, "Look, I'm really sorry with what happened to your partner. We don't want to kill you. We just want to beat the hell out of you. Yeah. But take this. Yeah. And get out of my face. And he kind of like kicked him. But it's almost like, hey, look, I respect you guys, but you're still my enemy. Yeah. And and I like how they. Oh, just is that kinda, what they're doing the ring? No, outside on my oh, side. Okay. Okay. Because uh, like I said, that's when me and Brandon cut off the cameras. Yeah, and we weren't filming that, and that's one yeah. thing that I thought was like really, well, really what, cool. Another thing, another thing to speak of was that crowd was insanely respectful. Yes, to that situation. They even got pissed off about the Hispanic restaurant that started playing music. Yeah, and they started booing the restaurant. The uh, like as soon as this happened, and I mean sometimes they'll have like usually during wrestling shows that I've seen. They'll have an EMT run down. They'll carry on with the match in the ring, so it keeps the crowd's attention. The EMT will tend to the person that was hurt and get them to the back, and that's how it usually goes. Uh, this, they completely stopped the show. Yeah, they were like, hey, just give us a And, second. I mean, everybody that could be down there, yeah, right down I, there checking I, I, on I had very, 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 um, if I could just slide in for a second. Oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead. Sure. You, Brandon, you had, you had the front row seat for uh, all of this, so you were right there in the mix. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I had very high praise for referee Brandon Holy for uh, being – the guy that was out there because I don't know how many, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say, you know, like for their referees are not a, a dime a dozen at all. Like for yes. every, in my own personal experience, for every 40 refs, there's probably like two or three good ones that, that really, mm-hmm. really, really mm-hmm. understand and have the, the deep performers back. And, and Brandon Tolley is yeah. one of those guys. Top notch. And uh, when he was there and he, he just stopped the match old. I mean, there, there was no like trying to fight around it. There, it, it could have been another person out there that would have, Oh, okay. He's hurt. Um, okay. I guess they're going to keep wrestling. Uh, I guess I'll just try to figure out what I'm going to do. And totally uh, immediately knew, okay, I'm calling this right now. I'm running to the back. I'm grabbing people like this. Yeah. This is, you know, this yeah. is not worth yeah. any 
type. It's like, of, people, like uh, the, the match can wait. The, the entertainment can wait. You know what I this mean? Is a, this is we're taking care of a human yeah. being. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And I like that. They did that, man. They were just like, hey, let's get this done. Let's, then, let's do this. And let's, then the, like. Yeah, and, and the entire crowd was super respectful. And, uh, and, and this was one of the important things I wanted to, to, to touch on was uh, Guy went up to Dutch and I immediately uh, told him to kind of like just pop a cord and just turn off the cameras. I, I shut off our lenses and just kind of let it go for only for the sake of them being able to line up the footage easier. Yeah, and, we, uh, we, and after a very, very important thing about uh, injuries is, in my own opinion and in my own heart of hearts, uh, it is an in zero type of form uh, okay to exploit someone's, you know, physical injuries yeah i realized that ck was seriously injured there and in zero way shape or form would i ever try to get a shot of anything about that injury when these guys get hurt it's because they're trying to uh entertain yeah you know the, the crowd they're trying to entertain us you know that's what they're doing they're putting their bodies on the line uh things went wrong and that's in uh, zero way, shape, or form should ever be yes. shown. And, yeah. and I, I think that's just that's just a respect thing. Yes, I agree. So, uh, so there's zero shots past the point of Tika's injury. Uh, I think I think I left my hard cam running, but I zoomed in on the ring and just left it on the ring the entire time. Yeah, and I cut mine off yeah. when Brandon told me, and then uh, a couple minutes after. The owner came down. The one that was speaking, I can't remember his name. Jim. Jim. Jim Smalley. Yeah. He um he was standing there, and I let him know. I was like, "Hey, man, I don't know if you want us to or not, but me and Brandon cut our cameras off, and we don't want to exploit this injury." Yeah. And he kind of looked at me and he said, "Thank you, man. We we respect that a lot." And yeah. I was like, "Yeah, no problem, dude. If whenever you're ready for us to film, let us know, or Brandon will probably let me know when yeah. it's appropriate." And he's like, "Absolutely." He's like, yeah. "Cool, cool." So like dude, I said, we progress, guys. Or I can't, I can't express more that they are so professional mm-hmm. at how they do everything, yeah, and so polite, so nice, and so like they were just amazing group to work with. Yeah, they really were. Like they were awesome guys. And the thing is, too, it's almost like they're in tune with production, like crazy in tune. Because there were many times where I would look at somebody in the ring. Because a lot of times I'll look at my. My, my lens yeah. or my little TV and then I'll like look up at them and I'll make eye contact and I'll just kind of move the camera up and yeah. they know to feed into the camera and do yeah. whatever they're doing and then you know so I will call camera two and then boom hold the shot and then they'll go back to hard cam yeah. and then Brandon gets a shot and I feel like they know Brandon too so like alright I'm going to do this for Brandon no, I'll get this shot yeah. and then it's almost like they know this, how to this, feed I mean, off this, of each other that's, what, that's working with professionals yeah, that yeah. are trained to work for cameras. That's yeah. what the you know, going back to the Evolve crew. That Evolve crew is insanely good at working to the cameras. Absolutely, and uh, so yeah, I I've always really, really, really appreciated that about the uh, the Evolve crew yeah. was that they're very respectful about the production and they respect what we do. <laughs> and uh, I, I ride up in, in the van with uh, like Austin Theory, Priscilla Kelly, Freddie A. High, Darby Allen, and mm-hmm. uh, I mean we'll go over different things that like you know new moves that they've been practicing or like ideas that they've come up with on how to like change something together or like you know and then they'll let me know like what these new ideas are and they go out there and if they do that thing like that's something that i now know i'm prepared for first time anyone's seen it but it looks like off of our end that we have an idea like we knew and like it's just small things like that but i noticed that about the evolved crew since day one since i was there uh, the Drew Galloways and the Roderick Strong and Gargano and oh, Swan yeah. when they were there. Yeah. Uh, it was just like they just always had a clue. 
Yeah. You know, like every single time, like these dudes and Chris Hero, you know, like every single time, these mm. guys just always knew, yeah. like exactly how to get across their best, uh, you know, the, the best performance. Honestly, I guess performance is the best word, the best performance they can get uh, for, for the production and for people that aren't there, you know. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of times in, in independent wrestling on a lower level, uh, it gets kind of glazed over in, in training of people that uh, when you're not there, the only other thing that gets shown or the only thing that people will ever see of that will be the footage. Yes. Yeah, you know? absolutely. And it's very important to make sure the footage is, is good. You know, yeah, that's, that's your, your, your facials are, are there, your, your promos there, you're looking dead into the camera. Like, those things, like, because if you're not there, like, that's the only time you're ever going to see it. And it would suck if, like, <laughs> like you can't get that full experience because you forgot about the camera. And, yeah, uh, yeah and the Valkyrie's always spectacular with things like that. We, um... We got to get ready to wrap up. We're gonna have like a couple more minutes here, but uh, so, yeah. So Brandon, once again, it's always a pleasure to work with you, and I look forward to doing it again. Yeah. So yes, Brandon, sir. yeah, it was it was great to meet you guys. It was awesome, and thank you guys so much for everything you guys did over the weekend. I I feel like we we're just getting better and better, and we're grooving even more every single time we got we work together. So I'm excited to see the progress footage. Me oh, too. Yeah, honestly, Me too. Uh, thank. You. Again, so much for everything. Like I, if there was a crew that I would want to work with, it would it would be uh, you and Dutch. So it's just, oh, thank you guys so that. much. Definitely, thank you, dude. We Brand, appreciate thank you it. for calling in, man. You take care, and we'll see you down the road. All right, no problem, guys. I'll talk to you guys later. All right, buddy. Oh, it's always good talking to Brandon. <clears throat> he always has a lot to talk about, and I like it. Oh yeah, always very and he, informative, and, he, and yes. he's so good at plugging. Yes, I love it. And he's like, oh, if you want a WWN Network. <laughs> I love it. And then he was like, you can watch progress in 1080p. Yeah. <laughs> He's so good at it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw this out there before we wrap up with, uh, with, just in case you were wondering, Bobby's still sitting here. We kind of got away from him while we were talking about Evolve and all that. But, uh, so we're going to let Bobby close this thing out. Okay. With, we're going to let Bobby do the 30-second recap. Ooh, I like so it. So, Bobby, you know the 30-second recap? Mm. You have to go over everything we just talked, I mean, everything we've talked about in 30 seconds. Oh wow! Recap, that's, that, okay? that's my thing. That's what I do. So yeah, that's what Dutch usually does. We're gonna let Bobby do it since we kind of two seconds, real quick. What favorite moment from the past three uh, shows that we recorded? Uh, Best move moment, whatever. Uh, like evolve shows, evolve or progress. I think my favorite was the <clears throat> progress main event between Walter and Walter Riddle. Walter and Riddle, Tracy was, and no, uh, that was the progress no. main event. Was just Walter and Riddle. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm going to have to say one of the best things that I saw was when um, Lightning, I think that's, he was Lightning, real short gun. Um, they did the Fatal 4-Way, and Keith Lee was in it. And he, uh, I can't remember, a little white guy, blonde hair, cannot remember his name. I couldn't catch it. I didn't really get oh, to talk Drew to Oh, Drew Haskins. That's it. Yeah. And he the did. The progress show. Yeah, that's it. And he did that reverse Hurricanrana. Oh, yeah, yeah. Holy crap. Yeah. And he Keith Lee sold that. Another one of my favorite moments. God, that was, was great. Uh, I can't say it on the air. Yeah. But Jack Gallagher's first sentence uh, in his promo. <laughs> mind your, was it your mouth or your manners? First off, mind mind your effing mouth. <laughs> well, There's it, women and children here. You don't need to cut. No it, need to cut. If you don't know, Pete Dunn was like, oh, like crapping like, yeah. on the crowd, crapping yeah. on New York, and I mean cursing and he left and right. A few cuss words, and, and then Jack, Jack Gallagher comes out. <laughs> All happy and dancing and jumps over the rope and he gets the microphone and he says, uh, 
First thing, mind your effing mouth. <laughs> there are women and children. There are women and children in the crowd. No need to cuss. <laughs> that crowd loved it. Oh, my it. God. I loved it. Oh, he, that popped me so big. I want to touch on him real quick. I'm we sorry. we got to hurry, Dutch. I we know. Have, we have three minutes, and i got a PWX plug. Okay. go. Let's go ahead and do your PWX plug. But I will say so, Jack Gallagher was fantastic. PWX, Eye of the Beholder, this weekend at Cabarrus Arena. Mm-hmm. I just got a text from owner Brian Kanabrowski, and there's less than five front row tickets left. Only five? Only five left. Oh, God. There's five front row and ten second row. And if you use this code, all caps, you will get $5 off any ticket. Oh, nice. Hmm. So this is from now until Saturday or Sunday morning at 10 o'clock whenever tickets quit going on sale. Oh, wow. So if you use the code last chance, all 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 smashed together. So L-A-S-T-C-H-A-N-C-E, no, no spaces. Last chance, you will get five dollars off. Is it all any ticket? Huh? Is it all caplas? All caps. All caps. So make sure you go that. If you're not able to make it to Concord, North Carolina, Cabarrus Arena this Sunday, August twentieth, for Eye of the Beholder, we will air it live on Fight Network. I'm sorry, not Mm. Fight Network. On Fight TV app. Yeah. That's two completely different things. I didn't know that it was two completely different things. Mm -hmm. But you can just download the Fight app on your phone, or I, I believe it's on like Xbox. Or you can watch it on your computer. If you go to our PWXPro.com page, we actually have the player in the front page. You can just click on it and watch it right there, from right there. That's nice. If you're on a computer. And it's Mm $9.99. That's that's $10. Mm. I guarantee you it's going to be worth it. But if you buy it now, you get a $2 credit back. Oh, that's right. You do. Yeah. So you can get it for $8.99 right now. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, $7.99 right now. We get what you mean. Yeah. God, Mm. math is not my strong suit. (laughs) So, yeah, so go now. So, all right, Jack Gallagher. What are you going to say about Jack Gallagher? No, no, uh, 30 seconds, baby. I you want to say Jack Gallagher. Jack Gallagher. Oh, I just want to say he's anybody, fantastic anybody, outside yeah, of anybody that. Anybody that uh, wants to see Jack Gallagher at his peak or like the way he should be portrayed, watch the next progress, the Progress New York show when it comes out on Progress on Beautiful. Demand. Really right. good. No, you're going to do it, Bobby. Yeah, oh, I'm going to do it. You're doing it, Bobby. You're going to do it. You're going to do it. Oh, wow. All right. So, Bobby, this is what we do. We have the 30-second recap, usually presented by Dutch. But since Bobby is the master of professional wrestling history, he's going to be the master <laughs> of the Wrestling Open Forum live show oh, right wow. now for the next 30 seconds. So, all you're going to do is just recap. You don't have to talk about it in detail. Just t- just say everything that we talked about in the show. So, people, if they pass forward to the end, they'll be like, oh, I might want to go hear this. Yep. Because some people will do that just to hear me say I'm Patrick, this is Dutch. I may be a little bit off here. Uh, just go, Bobby. It doesn't matter if you're off. Okay. That's the entertainment part of it. Oh, cool. You okay. ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Three, <laughs> two, one, go. All right, this is the 30-second spinoff of what all we have recapped during the show. Uh, we recapped the Evolve. In a, we, Good. We, uh, you got 20 seconds? We made a plug about the PWH show That's coming right. up this mm-hmm. Sunday. 15 mm-hmm. seconds. And then we talked about um, WrestleMania, maybe WrestleMania, and then Survivor Series teams. Survivor Series teams. Glenn, thank and, you, Glenn. And Glenn, thank, thank you, you for calling in. Thank you, Brandon. And thank you, Brandon, for calling in. All right, that's it. Yeah, Good job, Bobby. There we go. <laughs> Good job, Bobby. You have any parting ways or where we can find you on social media? Yeah, uh, you can find me on Twitter at SteelerFan underscore Don't hold that uh, BGM. Oh, God. You can find me on Facebook, Bobby Malden. Bobby what? Bobby Malden. Not John Cena? <laughs> Doot. 
Do do do. Thank you. <laughs> if you right. want to know anything about your wrestling history, any questions you want to ask me, you can either find me on Twitter, still a fan underscore BGM, or you can find me on Facebook, Bobby Mullen. Ask me any wrestling question you want to know. He knows it all. He knows it. Baby. I know it all. All right, guys. And once again, thank you, Glenn. Thank you, Brandon, for calling in. It was awesome talking to you. Glenn, first time caller. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, he calls back in an upcoming podcast. Which will be very nice. And yeah, that was another episode of the Wrestling Open Forum live show. I'm going horse because I've been drinking too much burst. Yeah, I need to. And this delicious mind. chicken. God, that chicken was freaking oh. good. What do you think, Bobby? Chicken was good? I thought the chicken was good. Yeah. I really like the rice, though. The rice was was good cooked rice. Be jealous. My (laughs) girlfriend can cook, and she's beautiful. And she puts up with my crap. Like three guys doing a radio show in the living room (laughs) of the apartment. But, yeah. So, for Bobby, thank you again. It's always a pleasure having you on. We'll get you you on again here in the soon soon future. A very recent – I don't know how to say that. We'll get you on in the future. Oh, yeah. Okay. You'll be back soon. Don't worry. Yeah, you'll be back soon. Because oh, yeah. we're going to test your knowledge about like, other oh, stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, you better yeah. watching the crap out of the Study network. Study up, Bobby. <laughs> Study up. All right. All right. Cool. All right, Well, Send us off. For Dutch, I'm Patrick. And for Patrick, this is Dutch. Hold on. I don't have the outro's <laughs> loaded up yet. <laughs> you got to load it up. I know. My fault. My fault. All Let's right. try it again. Okay. So for Dutch, I'm Patrick. For Patrick, this is Dutch. And we are the Wrestling Open Forum Live Show.